0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you're listening to Two Boat Watch Knobs, the only watch podcast that knows trouble is always on the clock, but she doesn't own a watch. You have made it all the way to episode 200 motherfucking 12. Michael, how, were you bewildered with wonder this past week? Just, oh, just barely. Just barely. Of, hmm. of, of perhaps an orological nature, one would say maybe watches and wonders? Some wonders. Some wonders. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You have aged. God, God damn it. yeah, <clears throat> no, no, serious. Hmm, my dog is dead. Serious. Did you ever see Bill Murray and the Man Who Knew Too Little from Forever Ago?
1: Yeah, we we looked. At, I actually think we linked to that scene in one of our shows. <laughs> we tell the story? <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Whenever,
0: scene. whenever I need to be serious, and if I can't be serious, I just remember that scene where he needed to like he needed to like. Figure out how actors like cry on command, and he just goes. I mean, what, what you know? What do you do? Do you just think sad stuff? Do you just think my dog is dead? And he like tried and Bill Murray tried to fake cry. It's really funny. <laughs> but no, it's time to be serious. My dog is dead. Um, episode two hundred and twelve. That's right. You admitted to the Watches and Wonders twenty twenty one recap. Uh, This episode is therefore dubbed Watches and Some Wonders 2021. Do we care? Uh, Basically, this is going to be a lot of fun. Michael and I are going to go through tradition, do our wrist check, do our normal shoot shitting shenanigans, and then honestly just talk about uh, just interesting... And other releases, the majority of the releases uh, that came out during Watches and Wonders, um, for 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 people who may not be familiar, because I know we have a lot of newer folks who are just getting into watch collecting, who are jumping on the sh- on the on the show and stuff like that. Yeah. Michael, can you tell everyone at home? Because you're much more eloquent than I am and knowledgeable than I am. Can you tell everyone at the show, on the show, whoever the show is, what Watches and Wonders? is? Well, it, it kind of
1: we we kind of realize it at this point, but <laughs> Watches and Wonders is basically the show now. Um you know I think I think a while ago SIHH became Watches and Wonders uh then with the show cancellations that happened last year and Basel being no more and all that stuff happening um we, now Watches and Wonders will be the show that happens annually where the brands come together be it from Richemont or LVMH or any any independence things like that um this is where you're going to see the the new releases. Uh, it might still be like that in 2022, but that's the way it happens um, currently. Yeah. Because um, I don't think the brands did well with uh, digital-only releases. I think some brands last year tried to tried to pivot a little bit and say, "Okay, we're going to do um, you know a digital convention where you can see our our releases." Yeah. I don't think anyone actually nailed it. So. You know now you have now you have watches and wonders. Uh, I do think that some folks were in person. I did see some some blogs and stuff uh, with new watches in hand. Yeah. I'm not sure how they did it. Uh, maybe it was kind of an early access thing. It's probably just did small th- numbers. You know what I mean. I did see like- some. I did see some YouTubers with with watches in hand. So maybe maybe it's a sign that the industry is pivoting more to to leverage um, influencers and YouTubers and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now, Watches and Wonders is basically where you learn about every single new release from all the important brands. Uh, Yeah, and we're going to talk about them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, It should be pretty interesting of with that in mind. So basically, it's going to be really, really cool. Michael and I are literally just going to... We didn't coordinate what Watches we were going to talk about. If anyone knows the show, that's just really not... You've walked into our conversations in the middle of, of us having it is basically what's going to happen in this episode. Yeah. But like, I'm eating pizza. He's literally, and he's not even fucking around. He's literally eating pizza on air. All right, welcome, welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh man, this is going to be hilarious. But here, let's do this, Michael. For the 212th <laughs> time, kind of. Would you like? Would you like to honor tradition with me? Yeah. Yeah, let's would do you it. Like to, Would you like to do an audio wrist check? Yeah. An audio wrist check. All sure. right, go for it. You go first. I'm talking
1: <clears> too much. I'm wearing a neutral watch. This brand did not have any releases at Watches and Wonders. Ah. So <laughs> I can I can proudly say that I'm neutral. Uh, it's the Halios uh, Fairwind. Oh, you still got it, eh? Yeah, blue dial with the steel dive bezel. And it is fantastic. The 2021 watch, um, you know... The issue with this watch now is that I can't tell if I want to keep it on the bracelet permanently or semi-permanently. I think it would be cool on a tropic strap, but man, this bracelet is
0: out of control. You got to bring it with you over here. Are you going to bring it with you when you come over here?
1: Yeah, which which watches do you want to see?
0: <sighs> Anything I haven't seen in person
1: because it's been so long. It's been so long. Yeah, I can I, I can bring this one.
0: Yeah, you know. Bring that one um I want to see the the Black Bay GMT if you still have it. Yeah, I do. Okay, I wasn't sure if you put it on like a weather balloon and just like let that shit go and <laughs> you know come with May or whatever. Did you ever get your Speedmaster fixed? I
1: haven't gotten the Speedmaster fixed. It's just, <laughs> just sitting in the box. I Have to mail it. Um, yeah, that's a different story. That's
0: a different. <laughs> that, that's that's episode two hundred and thirteen. Michael's Telltale Heart, a broken Speedmaster. Um, <laughs> But or maybe C4. not, I don't know. Maybe maybe the heart's not beating too loud. Who knows? Um, yeah. that's super cool that you still have the watch. I think it would be killer on on like a um, tropic rubber. Did it come with one? I thought they I thought he I thought Jason included that in there. Or no, it just came with the bracelet. Just No, it just, the bracelet. it just
1: came came with the bracelet, the fairwind fairwind bracelet. I think the Universa also has the same bracelet. You can adjust it like the dive extension with uh with a push button logo on the clasp. Um, <clears throat> this one is 39 millimeters with a solid movement inside. Cool. Um, crazy, crazy loom. It's great. Um, it's a nice small diver, skin diver. If you um, you know, if you're into that kind of design. Um, uh, but yeah, I d- you know.
0: I'm gonna ask. Is- I'm gonna ask a really dumb question. Can you sure. delineate for me if you can? <laughs> difference between a skin diver and i guess a regular is it is it literally just the size and the depth rating i or think is it, it's is it only a design thing
1: i think it's more of a design thing if you okay. if you just google image um you know vintage skin diver watch or something like that um you'll get these designs that are all kind of very similar the the corners of everything are kind of sharp and the lugs are very long mm. uh and diameter is usually pretty small so some of the older ones are even, you know, 36 millimeter or something like that. But with the longer lugs, uh, I guess they, they kind of hold their own, um, by today's standards, Huh. but it, it really is just a, a design thing. Uh, the, the most standout feature is the lugs. Like These, these are, these are long lugs. Um, I mean, not insanely long, like, uh, like so 50, like, 50 plus, but
0: I feel like you're right. That's a core thing with skin divers though
1: yeah yeah it's really really hard to say um you know where what is behind the design and, and where it came from but it was just very popular in the uh 60s and 70s nice um, which is why this watch isn't for everyone i mean you you mentioned that <clears throat> you weren't super attracted to it other folks on the slack channel are like oh, okay yeah that's cool but it's not for me uh that's yeah. totally totally understandable but yeah this is the 2021 watch and also one of those watches that makes me think you know what the hell are you doing uh you don't need anything else <laughs> stop stop lusting after watches
0: so we also um, talked about the idea of it's so easy in the microbrand world to just fart around and grab a whole bunch of different like micro brand offerings and it's really hard at a certain point to kind of see through the noise and find the micro brands who are really outliers, who are really doing something different. Obviously that piece is, you know, one of them. And last week we were all, not last week, two weeks ago when we did the show last we were also talking about um, Orion uh, watches as being another one as well. So
1: I will say, I I don't think we talked about it last time. Um, Mm -hmm. I did the wrist check with this watch. Uh, Jason has done a really good job of, I think practically revamping the ordering process. Um, I get really turned off when stuff is overhyped and people are like, yeah, I woke up at four in the morning to place my order and I just, you know, waited with my credit. It's, it's just, it's just not fun. Um, so his ordering system was a little bit different this time around. You know, you, you send an email and, um, he ships stuff out in different phases. Uh, so he's, He's taking steps to improve the ordering process. Uh, and for anyone who's kind of turned off by the um, the hype race in the in the past, I will say that Halios, um, you know, he, he's doing everything he can to, to improve the ordering process. There was, another, smart. there was another micro brand that I was looking at thinking about a specific model. And I was on a mailing list for it. And I think a year later I got an email saying, Oh yeah, ordering's open, and then it'll ship next year. I'm like, dude, who do you think you are? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, that's great. Whatever, but uh, yeah, that's that's what I got, and I, you know, no regrets on this one. It's it's fantastic. Maybe maybe I'll get a Tropic strap for it. I, I think uh, Uncle Seiko has one that's pretty cool. So yeah, who knows? But for now, I just I love the package as is on the bracelet. Just a great little dive watch.
0: That's so cool
1: god damn I'm going back to my pizza what are you wearing
0: why do you I mean you know what I'm wearing I don't even know why we have to go through the motions of like, we're like oh what's go. wonder what Kaz is wearing this the same thing I wore last episode and the episode before I am still quite motherfucking kitten smitten with my Grand Seiko 9 uh, of course SBGV 233 uh, it's titanium it's in fucking Cas teal as People have started saying on <clears> Slack, I guess. Um, it's funny because, like, yeah, I have a lot of teal watches. They're not the same teal. I, I need to, like, line them up for people because everyone's like, oh, it's the same teal as blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, that's fine. I don't expect everyone to, like, to realize that. But stop trying to pigeonhole me, I think is what I'm trying yeah. to say. All right.
1: <laughs> you should do an article that's kind of like an analysis of Kaz teal.
0: Castile.
1: have all the watches in one article.
0: An article three people are gonna read, and two of them are on this call. You know what I mean? <laughs> or one of them. I mean, it depends. We I can guess. make I'm it. Not...
1: A, we can make it a Patreon exclusive. You can publish it on <laughs>
0: Patreon. Publish <laughs> 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 it on Patreon. Ah, that's great. I'm. I'm still. I'm still wearing this uh, Grand Seiko SBGV two three three. Um. I haven't been wearing this like, like straight for the past three or four weeks. I've swapped uh, between, like, a few other watches. Uh, I wore the Seamaster for a bit. I wore my Orange Star Diver uh, for a little bit. Um, I wore my Timex MK1 for a little bit uh, uh, also this past week. That was a lot of fun. I I, I wore my, my Raketa Big Zero for the first time uh, in a while uh, this week. That was pretty cool, too. But this watch is it's the one I do keep coming back to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, quite nice in terms of the actual the case on here. It's 40 millimeters. I love the titanium still. Um, I just can't say enough good things about this watch. The only regret I have about this watch is waiting this long to get it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you had wanted a quartz Grand Seiko for a while. Yes. But... You didn't know about this one for a very long time.
0: No, no, no. I told that Close Encounters of the Third Kind story uh, a couple episodes ago about how I discovered this watch. But like, I was on Seiya Japan, and I was looking at uh, other Grand Seikos that he um, he had on there. Uh, uh, by the way, if you're considering getting like a Grand Seiko or a Seiko or any sort of JDM watch, go through Seiya Japan. He doesn't sponsor the show or any of that bullshit. I'm just telling it as someone. I'm telling you that as someone that's had two incredible experiences shopping or buying a watch through him that wasn't even on his site. Not really. I yeah. got my Orient Star uh diver through him, wasn't on his site, but he was able to get it for me through Orient. I got this SBG V two three three Grand Seiko uh from him. It I don't think it was on his site. So so for if, if people who don't really know what happened... I was... Um, late one night I was on his website... It was very late... It was around the witching hour... In case that's relevant to the story at all... And... Um, <laughs> scrolling... I was scrolling through... And, and he only has two or three pages of Grand Seikos... But you know you have to scroll through all those pages... You know, multiple times... Just to make sure... Mm-hmm. You didn't miss anything... Well, apparently I was missing something... Because um, when I went from one page to the other... To the other I must have caught his site when he was in the middle of updating it or some kind of weird server issue. I don't know if I got served the um, like another language version of the site or what, but when I was switching between pages for a moment, this watch popped up in the product grid. Um, all I saw was the reference and the color of the dial, and then the page like auto-reloaded on its own, and it went away. And I hmm. was like... Huh. I'm like what what was it what was it <laughs> what did I see and I'm on the history channel saying like pointing at the screen I saw something I know we're not alone sorry I've been watching a lot of history channel lately <clears throat> it's on history channels on discovery plus so uh, if you guys like all the history channel or all the discovery properties which is like everything HGTV and food network and you know all the others you know discovery plus Mm -hmm. but um but like i felt like that i'm like i saw something i know we're not alone and so i went on this fucking excursion to figure out what the fuck it was and eventually i found it and then i just emailed um say japan directly and i'm like hey this watch isn't on your site can i can you can you get it for me um (laughs) and they were just like yeah absolutely here's the price i can get it to you in four days but like well now I believe uh, you have yourself a deal the price that they quoted me was lower than anything else I'd seen online through any other websites even after like import fees and stuff like that so yeah again just I, I don't want to talk about it anymore but just if there's anything specific you're looking for in the whole Seiko Grand Seiko even Orient Star and even fucking Citizen line do yourself a favor stop dicking around just, just shoot say a Japan email and just ask you never know
1: you yeah. know And I think it's up there now, SBGV23. No fucking way.
0: Are you kidding me? Yes. It's actually, it's live. It's live and it's on there now. your beautiful mouth. I have to see it. (laughs) No. Here, I'll send you the link. Oh my God. Where is it? I have to
1: see it. Yeah, it's on there. And it looks like there is also probably the same collection, but there's a a vibrant blue. Oh no, that's SBGP. No, that must be a different. Michael, this is my watch. Look at this. Yeah, it's on wow. there. This is fucking
0: weird. <laughs> Maybe I caught it. Maybe it was like out of stock for a bit and it was I think on so. there. I think and he I
1: pulls could... stuff down. He shifts it around often if it's not in stock. Or if yeah. yeah.
0: Look how beautiful this watch is. Come on. This is hilarious. I'm sitting here admiring a photo of the watch, saying, "Man, this watch is gorgeous." It's literally on my wrist right now, <laughs> and I'm looking at the foot This she's gorgeous. Like, I look at her. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's on your, it's on your, it's on your wrist, dickhole. Just look down. So, yeah, that's what I'm wearing. I'm still in love with this watch. Um, I've been looking at, uh, I've been looking at Bell and Ross lately because I still really want to get one of those square BR, uh, BR cases, but. At sure. 42 millimeters with a square case, it's gonna to be too big. It's gonna be way too big. I
1: mean, there's a ton of them at um <clears throat> and stuff. You can walk into one and probably,
0: yeah, try. Well, it I own. have I literally opened up my calipers to 42 millimeters and just put it up against my wrist, and it's fucking huge.
1: Yeah, 42 and, is big. Yeah, 40, 40, 42 is... square case is gonna make it hard.
0: Exactly, forty-two is big in the square case. My Orient Star Diver is forty-two, and it's right on the edge of what I like wearing, like size-wise. But the, uh, but uh, Bell and Ross makes uh, that case in thirty-nine millimeters. Also. Do they? They do. It's a Ooh. mix of automatic and quartz. But annoyingly, the one that's automatic, which is the one I think I would want to get, in all honesty, um, it doesn't have the same like pilot hands, you know. Oh, I see. Sorry,
1: these birds are driving me nuts again. Hold on. Yeah, close your
0: window. Close your <laughs> close your window. No way, it's all good. Jesus, like they know I'm recording. They know. They want to be on the show. They oh. want to. They want to, They want to. Maybe they're trying to get you to buy a charming bird. You want to buy a charming bird.
1: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by.
0: I know, right? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the charming bird. He's here right now. Charming bird, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> It's right i can't whistle i mean i can whistle but not right not my. Like, that's pretty too, good too parched oh good good good. that's pretty uh good. i was built by jack i so you know <laughs> i'm a timeless automaton oh here let's do this sorry getting very distracted but yeah i'm wearing this i love the fact that you're wearing that halio still i'm very excited you're excited about that bring that with you bring that with you um bring your black bay uh can you bring your panerai too
1: I there yeah that's my three watches i'm gonna bring
0: those are those are those are literally the three okay perfect hey good we're on the same page right that's awesome we can do that all right let's do this thing watches and wonders
1: so where should we start should we start with like i guess the biggest news well actually that's that's kind of that's kind of arrogant what i mean what do you think was the biggest release
0: I th- I So I don't want to use the word biggest because biggest implies like uh, importance. Mm-hmm. I think the release that probably generated the most chatter, at least initially, and the one that most folks are probably aware of. So it makes sense to start with that. Do you want to talk about these Rolexes?
1: Yeah, you're right. That's not the biggest release. No, but, but it's maybe, the one that everyone talked about. At first. Yeah, maybe maybe bigger brands or something like that. Um. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a whole lot
0: of nothing. Um, <laughs> we can we can just blast through it really quick. Um. Well, the thing is, this is an interesting situation because I know they reissued the Rolex Explorer Two. You had the older version, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. You want to <laughs> talk about? It? Okay. Never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I did. I happen. did. I had. I had the uh,
1: the forty two millimeter polar,
0: um, mm.
1: which I no longer have. Uh, that, so that's, that's kind of, that's very minor. So apparently the the reference is now two, two, six, five,
0: seven, zero. I just don't know what's different about this. Is it just a movement change?
1: There is a new movement. Um, okay. I think on the black model, they did something different with the hands. The lugs are apparently slightly slimmer, um, which isn't, you know, that's not, that's not really surprising because they did the same thing with the Submariner uh, just recently. Yeah. And I think that looks pretty good. Uh, and this has the new 3285 GMT movement. So okay, there's not a lot of big changes with this one. I think if you're, um, you know, again, at six o'clock, you, can, you now have the crown in between Swiss and Maid. So it's typical just Rolex changes. Um there were some people that were really upset about this specifically because they thought that they thought for a while, actually for years, um, you know, industry insiders were saying, Oh, when the Explorer two has changed again, it's going to have a ceramic bezel. Um, and I just think that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be very Rolex. Uh, you know, every, every iteration of the Explorer two has always had this steel bezel. um, and I think it, um, if this if if this is truly a watch that's meant for you know cave stuff <laughs> i don't know
0: if i don't
1: know if a ceramic bezel even even matters all that much um,
0: who's this yeah. watch for though like what caliber of watch nerd is going to get super jazzed about this like you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, with the Polar, it's very easy. There, okay. there aren't, you know, white dial Rolex sport models are just not all that plentiful. I mean, there's, mm. you know, when you when you think about the big, sp- sporty, bold Rolex models um, with white dials, there aren't really that many. I mean, you can get a Daytona or you can't because they're like 30K now. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe some Oyster Perpetuals, but... This color scheme with the white, the black hands, and the orange GMT—that's that's very, that's a very specific look that people just love. I can't really tell who the person is when they go for the black dial because it's a little—it's different. Yeah, yeah, it feels a little redundant. Still very nice, but yeah. overall, with this Explorer Two, there aren't that many changes. Huh.
0: Yeah. What's New movement. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's the what's the value prop here for me to get this as opposed to just? buying a used one or like an older generation one or are, are those just not available anymore
1: those I mean I actually don't know what's going to happen with the with the, the gray market prices now because mm. if you look at the one that I had I've seen prices climbing into like like 11 and 12 oh, fuck my mouth are you serious dude So <laughs> watch in the extreme cases Come
0: um, we suck as a community yeah.
1: <laughs> I make really poor selling choices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really know and it's it's going to be hard to tell until they start trickling into the yeah. gray market, the secondary market, all that kind of sketchy stuff because these are going to be impossible to buy for at least a year, year and mm. a half. Um so yeah. That's uh. that's with the Explorer too. And then the news, the other news was the Explorer 1. Yes. This is where it gets interesting. Um, I know people like to make fun of this release because it's just an Explorer 1. But I can't recall a time when Rolex
0: um, almost like went back to the original. So so is that, so I, I, I intentionally didn't follow a lot of the details around these Rolex releases. Is that basically what's happening with this? Is this 36?
1: Initially, I thought it was a troll. So kind of when they came out with the Pepsi GMT again, but they did it in white gold. I thought thought they went back to 36. And if you wanted 36, you had to get it in (laughs) two-tone. But that's not what happened. The 39mm Explorer 1 is gone. Wow. So now now the Explorer 1, you can get it in two-tone, 36 millimeters, or you can get it stainless steel black dial in 36 millimeters. That's um, it's pretty cool, actually. That is pretty cool. And I can't, again, I can't recall a time. I, you know, recently with the, the Oyster Perpetuals, they discontinued one version of that pretty quickly. I think it was... I think Price. it was in thirty nine. I think it was they they discontinued the thirty nine, and now the Oyster Perpetuals are forty one.
0: Hmm. Uh, Price for the twenty twenty one Rolex Explorer thirty six in steel is sixty four five zero six thousand four hundred fifty USD.
1: Yeah, so let's look at this real quick. It's wow. um, it's basically a thirty six millimeter expo- explorer with some new tech. Um yeah. The two tone to me is ridiculous. I think it just. <laughs> looks kind of awful. (laughs) Someone's going to buy it. Someone's going to buy it. Maybe it'll get discontinued faster than most people think. And it'll become some crazy insane collector's item. Uh,
0: Who knows? But I refuse uh, to live in a world where that happens, but I guess anything is possible.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, the black dial, the black dial 36 and all stainless steel is kind of, I mean, I've stepped away from Rolex uh, I just feel like it's been a miss every time I've, I've had one. They just don't stick for me, um, mm. with the exception of the one forty sixty. That was also a dumb selling decision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I look at this 30, 36, and I think to myself, hmm, that would be really cool to have because yeah. we were just we were just talking about fun with watch budgets and the the Tudor Black Bay thirty six. If you wanted this look hmm. in, in in a contemporary build from the family, you kind of you kind of go for the Black Bay 36. Um, <clears throat> but now there's this, so only problem just, is that it's also going to be impossible to get for a while.
0: Yeah, it just stinks because all I'm trying to find like a proper image of the stainless steel one. It looks like the majority of it's actually brushed. The bezel, the front bezel. It's polished. It
1: looks like. So actually, we talked about in our recent photography episode about your terrific, both his mm-hmm. uh, his Instagram and his YouTube channel. He yeah. made a really good video, basically about this watch. He bought the more recent uh, or not so recent, like '90s model, six digit, thirty six millimeter. I think it's one one four two seven zero. And he was saying, you know, he bought this, he bought that watch, and then shortly after this watch came out. So I guess initially he felt like duped. Um, mm. you know, that that's completely normal. But there's a good comparison that he makes where if you look at the numerals on this new one, they're actually bigger and fatter. Um and the older one, those numerals are a little bit slimmer. So kind oh. of more in the spirit of a 1016, an original explorer. Um but if, i think the crystal is flush with the uh, the bezel as well yeah the bezel might be a little bit bigger but that's i think that's about it um all good watches whether you go for like a 90s model six digit or five digit this one i don't know um it, it would be tough to tell what really changed un, until you have it in hand or you got to you know, see some,
0: it in hand. yeah some influencer gets it I'm just surprised uh Hodinky didn't have different photos, uh, photos other than the stock ones that roll around.
1: You were thinking about these watches back. I, I mean, I don't know if you still think Rolex will ever make its way into your collection, but I know for a while you you said to yourself, if that ever happens, probably a thirty-six millimeter Explorer would be a possibility.
0: Yeah, the, realistically, it's this it's a polar opposites. Either this or that fucking two tone. <laughs> that's really polar opposites. Totally polar opposites.
1: And back back to your terrific. He made he made a really good point. So this this new one you can have it for like six and a half or something. That's yeah. base. That's basically what the one one four two seven zero is trading for at wow. this point. So when this watch makes it out to places where you can actually buy it. I think it's going to break 10. I think it's oh. going to I think people these sellers are just going to go ridiculous with the price and they're going to see what they can get away with. I remember people bought the the Batman on Jubilee for over 20 when it came oh out. I just I don't get it. Um maybe maybe it'll be worth revisiting the issues with Rolex and, you know, secondary market sellers, but I don't know. I, I kind of I need to know more about the value prop, like you said. I just don't yeah. know if I don't know if the new tech and all that stuff is worth um fighting that fight or if you should just jump on a an older 36 millimeter, you know, while they're still out there. Because yeah. those will those will eventually break, you know, into the five digit prices, I think.
0: We'll see. I just want to see proper photos of this thing.
1: Yeah. And um, then Rolex, Rolex came out with other stuff. I think some disgusting day dates. Oh,
0: like, the palms! You see the with the palm dials. Yeah, it's it's kind of
1: whatever. Ah, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah.
1: I guess I guess the Daytona with the meteorite dial looks kind of cool, but I bet this is basically the the big stories from Rolex this time around.
0: Yeah. Here, let's do this. Let's move on to what else should we talk about? I chose Rolex. You choose the next one. What do you want to cover? Um. Hmm. Let's talk
1: about something a little more pleasant. Let's okay. talk about let's talk about this Hermes. Tell me tell me how you feel cuz we every everybody on the slack was kind of into them. I'm kind of into them. I thought it was a GMT initially cuz of that seconds
0: hand. Um Yeah, but what are your thoughts? Uh this Hermes H08 um makes me feel a little a little tinkling in my pants. That's <laughs> tinkling tingling in my pee for sure. I fucking love this watch. It's 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 really fucked up timing cuz I'm trying to find a square watch also. Oh yeah. <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> that's true. I've I've been I'm really trying to find a square watch. I like the everyday wearability of this watch, but there's still something that's very and I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, fashionable about the watch. Hmm. Like, it looks like nothing else I've ever seen, but it still looks like an everyday watch, which is the point of it. The point of it's supposed to be an everyday casual watch, you know, um, from Hermes. I'm looking at, it looks like a blog to watch actually had the watch on hand to take photos.
1: That's possible. I I feel like our mess has been killing it for for a little bit. Um oh, I started paying attention back when they did that slim slim GMT model, I think in 2018.
0: Yeah. Um, I just sent you the link. This looks like Bilal, actually. Wow.
1: Hands on. See this
0: this is fantastic. He's brown, I'm brown. It looks fucking great on his wrist. <laughs> look at his wrist. <laughs> that's so good that watch looks
1: on his wrist. That's true. I'll I like to look good on my too. wrist.
0: What'd you say? I like
1: I like that strap too. I think this is the base model. The this is one the base
0: model, like the cheapest yeah. one. What's really interesting is, I don't think I like the bracelet actually.
1: Yeah, the bracelet is a bit much. I love the look of the the all black one uh, on rubber. Yeah, yeah. And the other the other one on rubber, if you can change it, I, I've only seen it in orange. So maybe if you can get different colors. That'd be kind of cool, but the bracelet would be my last choice. This
0: thing honestly. is titanium, dude. That's that's pretty cool. I Come love the on. I love the number 8. The number 8 is really really cool. The number 6 carries that same motif with that half uh circle and everything like that. Like this yeah. just it, the watch is just it's it's incredibly unique, but it's not like loud obnoxious car next to you at a red light unique. It seems really slim. I love the size. It's a square watch, thirty nine by thirty nine. I love mm-hmm. the movement uh, decoration. If you look at the exhibition case back, um, oh, the movement. It's the it's the same movement. People that do, I um, uh, think it's the Piaget movements. No Parmigiani, Par, par Parmigiani, chicken Parmigiani. I can't ever say this fucking brand's name for some reason. Um, <laughs> What the that's hell is actually it, exactly
1: it with, how you say it.
0: I say, okay, good, okay, good, 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 I just, I just, I just want to be appropriate. Oh, what's the name of the fucking? It's something with the V. Uh, voucher, 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 V A U C H E R. okay, I see. Yeah. How like fucking it's Foscher. gorgeous voucher! I have no idea. Look how fucking gorgeous this movement is, dude. Come yeah, on, it's cool. Little H's makes my pee pee tingle, Michael. I don't know what to do. <laughs>
1: It's kind of cool I I definitely You know Since 2018 I I have much more respect For Hermes As a watchmaker They've They've been working hard I think it's And this this one looks great
0: You know what's funny Over the past couple years I've actually earned Incredible respect For Quote unquote Legacy fashion houses That do watches So um, Tiffany and Co Those J60 chronographs I don't know if they do them anymore But they used to Those were fucking incredible Yeah I know it's really lame and I'm not supposed to like them. You can I say love it. the Chanel, like what? J, uh, the J12 or J6 series, all the ceramic watches, you know what I'm saying? Great looking watches. I really like those watches a lot. And again, as a brown person, I think they would look fantastic on me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm comfortable saying that. I'm no issues with that. That's fine. Um, and this Hermes piece is just solidifying that as well. Interestingly, it seems like those brands... Operate outside of the normal watch fam echo chamber you know what i'm saying they literally do their own thing obviously these are all very expensive fucking watches but it's just cool to see that and so i just seeing this release from Hermes like totally yeah i'm yeah
1: i wonder if they know that because of their brand name and just brand in general, I think I wonder if they know that they're outside of the scrutiny of the
0: enthusiast community. Um I don't know. I I, I don't know if they care.
1: Yeah, they they don't have to.
0: They don't have to. There, there there's also a baby crying crying outside my window. I don't know if you can hear the baby. Can can, can, can you hear <laughs> the baby? I thought it
1: was I thought it was a baby. I just you know I didn't know. <laughs>
0: Straight up, I have a baby now. I found tonight. a baby last night. And now it's my baby. Do do you want a baby too, Michael? I can get you a baby. I'm good.
1: I spent about half an hour with one yesterday. And that was enough. I'm set for a month.
0: (laughs) I've met my baby quota during that half hour. Um, Yeah, no, there's like, there's like a, there's like a child screaming outside. Poor thing. Um, that's so funny. Is he,
1: is he in a basket like floating in a river?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Poor little Moses. No, it's actually really fucking funny. Um, like, where I live, like, kids scream, and, like, they run around, and they play, and we hear kids screaming bloody murder all the time. And, like, I never bad night you know, you know, whatever. my wife and I are just, like, on the couch watching <laughs> Forged in Fire. Uh, but a while back, like, uh, maybe a, several months ago, we were sitting on the couch uh, watching TV, and we heard a, a cat crying outside. Hmm. This was all systems go. Okay, we shot up off the couch. We have to save that poor cat. And we grabbed our shoes and shit, and we grabbed our masks, and we we rushed outside. And it was just my neighbor's cat screaming out the window. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But I just loved how full steam ahead I was to jump in front of a train to save a kitten. But I really couldn't be bothered enough my fat ass for like a human child screaming outside. Let that be a proper uh, a proper vignette of my uh, viewpoint on on how I you know see humanity Prioritize. at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'd i I'd, I'd, I'd rather take a bullet for a cat, I think right now, than like a human stranger.
1: I think that's I think that's a good position. To well, well,
0: actually, it depends. It depends what we'll kind of watch the baby he was wearing. <laughs> if the baby has a Hermes, if the baby's rocking an Hermes H zero eight, I just figured out you know what you are going to owe me for saving your life, baby. I want to watch, you know what I mean? But yeah, this thing is fantastic. Titanium, it's got this uh, voucher or voucher movement. I don't know how to say it. I apologize. Um, 39 by 39 uh, millimeters in size. 50 hour power reserve. How thick is this thing? It's not very thick. Uh, pricing, so the base model, Hermes H08 and titanium on the strap is priced at 5,500 USD. Okay, in the context of Earth, that's a lot of money. In the context of what you're getting with this watch, that's fucking incredible, dude.
1: Yeah. <clears> in my opinion. It's hard. You have to be really... You have to be really into buying NMS, maybe because of the brand name, or you have to be really into watches. Because at the same time, that's also a lot of money that you can put to another purchase. So... Yeah. Yeah, we're we're in deep at this point. If we're both like, oh, oh, fifty five hundred is pretty good for a Hermes
0: <laughs> You can I, it's a gorgeous watch. Yeah, I have I. It just connects with me. I could also. You, you but you're totally right. I could take the money and go and get a Tudor BB fifty eight, which is yes. also a fine fucking watch. Yeah. But it looks like lots of other watches. It does. No. And it's not square. It's not square. It, I want a square it, you watch. know
1: what? If you're into the square thing, that's this is a good option.
0: <laughs> I, I made a mistake though. I showed it to my wife. Did she like it? No. She, she said I. Had, she said I had nicer watches now. You're I was done. Crushed. It's crushed. <laughs> <laughs> what more do I have to live for now? You know. Oh man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But yeah, that. That for me is a fantastic fucking watch. Well, I God felt damn.
1: I felt feelings for <sighs>
0: feelings.
1: I, IWC this year.
0: Oh man what did What did they do? Did you not see it? No, I've been, like i like I told you, I, I I intentionally abstained from immersing myself in these releases. What happened? What did they do? So I've been talking about IWC
1: big pilots since as long like as I've
0: known you, like literally as long as I've known yeah, you. Yeah,
1: since the single digit episodes, probably. Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing every time, you know, I tell myself, yeah, I can do it. I can pull it off. But then I go to the store and I try it on and I remember that I'm five, seven and I look like a fucking leprechaun wearing the dance. thing. So don't say that. Yeah. So the big pilot is, uh, now in 43 millimeters if you want it. What was so, the
0: original size before? It was like 46, right? Or something. Forty forty
1: six. 46 oh, wears way bigger than that because it's pretty thick as well. The strap is thick. And, uh, uh, everything uh, right. about that watch adds size to your wrist. <laughs> it's just huge. Um, but uh, now, looking, along I'm alongside the now. big pilot... Oh, let me send you... Let me send you the article. Let's see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Alongside the big pilot um, in 46, IWC will now be selling... The okay, the official name is the Big Pilot 43mm. Big Pilot 43. So kind of big, but not as big, Big Pilot. Mm. Is <laughs> what you have now. So sold. <laughs> in the space, in the space of time only pilot watches from IWC, you basically have the Mark series, which I think is. You know, 39 if you go for the Spitfire, 40 if you go for the regular one. So you mm-hmm. 39, 40, you can get this one in 43 millimeters, this pilot, or you can get the 46. So I think I think this kind of completes the pilot line. <laughs> if we, wow. Oh, you can get a 36 Mark series pilot watch. Uh, so I think size-wise for the pilots, they're good. <laughs> this, this 43 fits, fills a gap that I think... A lot of folks were kind of looking for because yeah, 46 is absurd.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to call this watch. Um do we just call it IWC Big Pilot in 43?
1: Yeah, some somebody more clever than us is gonna come up with uh something. Who knows?
0: Why don't we just call it Michael's Big Pilot? Michael's Big Pilot. You like <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna write to a blog to watch and have I'm an issue with I'm gonna
0: i to make sure I get that shit. I'm gonna go and get <laughs> mike's bigpilot.com registered right fucking now. <laughs> I can be see big pilot in forty-three so this, so this is, is kinda of, kinda
1: of cool. Like, the the changes the changes are mm-hmm. there are a couple changes. So they they shrunk it down to forty-three. Right. Uh, there's there's no date and there's no power reserve indicator. So Uh, It's a little bit different visually. Uh, It's actually a little more pure uh, than the other one. So you have the full set of numerals. uh, You can get in a blue dial or the black dial. uh, And it comes on a pretty cool bracelet that actually has the same sort of push button expansion thing that you get on watches like a Halios Fairwind. Uh, So that's another thing. You can get this pilot on a bracelet now.
0: I don't know if it impacts your decision or not. This is and you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is like a what kind of bracelet is this?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't get it on the bracelet. I would just wear it on leather because Oh, okay,
0: word. Okay, word. Because the center links yeah. are polished. And I and yeah. I know we're both kind of weird about that.
1: Yeah, no, I would I if if I were to get this watch, I would get it on just on a strap. Um it's kinda weird though, because if you want the blue dial, it only comes with blue leather. Yeah.
0: And yeah you're gonna have to get it you you're gonna have to buy another strap,
1: yeah yeah, so um i the black dial on the brown leather is is pretty cool um forty three for a pilot's watch is still not that small, it's still gonna wear pretty big, I'm sure the issue that I have with this watch is that oh the movement's different as well uh so mm. it's a sixty hour power reserve caliber uh eighty two one hundred um so it doesn't have the the insane power reserve that the forty six millimeter has. I have an issue with the price. So if you would get the, the base model at eighty $8, four
0: hundred dollars,
1: yeah, that's kind of expensive. If you take if you take another watch from IWC, let me see if I can find IWC. So if you take the Top Gun chronograph, for example, mm-hmm. um not the tribute. See this watch, the pilot's watch chronograph top gun, which I've also been looking at, I think is really cool. This is technically more complicated. Um, the finishing is a little more interesting that watch is 7,800. Uh, so Mm. less than this new pilot. So I think I think if they brought the price down like a grand, it would be really compelling. Um, still super expensive, but not the basically thirteen thousand dollars that you'd pay for a a big pilot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when do you think you'll be able to go into a brick and mortar and try this on? Because I know you're going to. I don't know in. Uh, hmm. Is it the Bellevue Mall? Yeah,
1: the Bellevue Mall out here has uh, IWC. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm supposed to be back at work over there in July. <laughs> so shit, really? They're making you go back? Yeah. Yeah. Screw that noise. A lot of places are opening up, but yeah, that, oh. that's that's my issue with this this one. I think it would have been a slam dunk if the price was a little bit better. But overall, I think it's a it's a cool release from IWC.
0: Wow. <sighs> yeah, I just. I'm glad you're into this watch. It just doesn't do it for me.
1: Well, it makes it it makes it tough because I, you know, IWC will come into the collection. I've been thinking yeah. about I've been thinking about the chronographs, like for example, the Spitfire. Mm. Uh, I, th- I think those chronographs are 41. Uh, they take a hit on the used market, pretty nicely, so you can get one used. Um, yeah, I feel
0: like I've seen cool shit on David SW before.
1: Yeah. Same thing for the pilots chronograph top gun. Like you can get that one used for a pretty good deal. Um, considering those factors and like how cool the chronographs are, I would have to find this big pilot 43 at a pretty good price to, to actually make it compelling when I'm considering those other models for are some you, point. Uh,
0: are you going black dial or blue dial? can't I- I, I would I would go I would go black dial. I can't I mm. can't do the blue dial. This is nice pure. Yeah. It's more pure. All right? Yep. Yeah.
1: And that's that's I think I think that's actually IWC's biggest biggest deal this year. You can get the the chronograph now at 41 uh kind of just like the Spitfire, but you would have to go blue dial. I don't know why they did that. Um <laughs> I don't know. But basically with IWC, the big pilot is now not as big.
0: <laughs> That's super cool. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. Let's see here. What else? Oh my god! watch page is like weird.
1: You want to talk tutor?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: The chronograph is kind of a big deal.
0: Let's see. I'm just gonna pull up a. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a Yeah, if you got a link, that'll be helpful.
1: Because we, we've we historically liked Tudor Chronos.
0: Let's see. Introducing blah, blah, blah. Oh, good. You sent me a link. Thank Christ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. There's just so many fucking things. Tudor Blackbake Chrono hits the stride. Oh, yeah. I remember these now. You can tell me if I'm an idiot, Michael, but are these. Do you remember those Tudor Tiger Chronos? I do. Some of them are pretty cool. Is that kind of what these are modeled off of or no?
1: I don't think they're modeled off of of those. Those Tudor Tigers, the layout of the subdials is different. So this is just sort of a new thing. The Tudor chronograph came out kind of in this form, maybe a few years back with a Breitling movement. These still have a Breitling movement, but the colors were strange. Mm. I think you can get it in two-tone and... They weren't that attractive, but these, I think, um, Tudor finally said to themselves, okay, we're going to do the, I guess you can call it the standard panda versions, reverse yeah, I mean, or, for, or panda.
0: For for purists, again, another great purist option. These, yeah. these are there. These are, these are quite handsome. They look exactly the way they need to look. Um, I think they're definitely cool. I don't know... If I'm as jazzed about them, given the price or the retail price, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because, again, I think it's the situation where at 4900 on the strap and 5200 on bracelet, I, I can probably get something else that I would be super excited for. Because I feel like, and, and you can tell me if I'm an idiot, like 100%, I feel like this is a watch... Not looking at the price. This is a watch you get because you say to yourself, "Huh, I probably need a white chronograph." Yeah. You know what I mean. So they're
1: selling now for over seven thousand.
0: What the shithole? Why is the hell? Why is this? Why does it say fucking the re- Oh, it's retail price. So okay. Yeah. Once again, the watch has ruined something else. For all of us, I am not. I would rather eat my fucking fingers than pay seven thousand dollars for this watch. Now, now we've just gotten abs- in, in, into an absurd area.
1: So for me, so for me with this watch, I would have to.
0: I like the clasp, that clasp is cool looking.
1: Yeah, it's a par- it's also apparently slimmer. Um, so it would take a lot for me to like this watch more than the chronograph blue that's been out for a while. You know, mm. the the one that's kind of modeled after the Monte Carlo. It has
0: millimeters thick
1: it's pretty thick
0: mm. still pretty thick
1: i think i think they're beautiful but i i think i still think i would go for something like the heritage chronograph uh because you get the 12 hour bezel and a yeah. chronograph screw down pushers um to me is it, it would be tough to to pick these the the
0: the oh, thickness just, would have
1: to be cut down significantly.
0: Yeah, just to correct myself, um, those thickness is actually fourteen point two millimeters okay. thick. So it's forty-one millimeters diameter, fourteen point two millimeters thick, forty-nine point nine lug to lug. Um, yeah, this is this is, and I know people are going to be really upset, but you can all go fuck yourselves. This is a seat filler watch, but it's not a seat filler price. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> now, I definitely I will, like those I, hair. I I love those heritage chronos way more than this. Yeah,
1: same. Especially the blue dial. Gorgeous. Right? I'm
0: going to Google a picture of them. I want to see it. Yeah, dog. I mean,
1: i th- these are going to sell great. They're going to be super popular because they're basically attainable day- Daytonas at this point. I mean, the, the Daytona has just been completely
0: impossible to get. Do you really think that's how people like view a watch like this? Like they want the Daytona, they can't get the Daytona, so they'll get this.
1: I don't think so. Cause if, if you look at me and you know, the Black Bay GMT, for example, I just kind of think that Tudor did it better mm. <laughs> than Rolex at this point. I think, I think the Rolex version of that watch is just, it's moved way too far into jewelry t- territory. Um, of course, you know, and just, to me, the Tudor is is a is a better day to day watch for me. So, um, could I probably just liquidate my collection and <laughs> buy a GMT Master at gray market price, way above retailer Sh- retail? Sure, um, but I just think the Tudor is a, a better watch. Uh, I think some people might think that this is more more closely aligned to an original Daytona. You know, the, the still an aluminum bezel. It looks more like a sports oh, yeah. watch, not not a piece of jewelry. It depends on the person, I think. Hmm. But yeah, Daytonas <sighs> are just impossible to get.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this is cool, but I didn't realize the price when this thing, when this thing first came out. It's just yeah. way too expensive, man. Yeah. But I hear you. I hear you. Uh, let's see here where are we going next uh I'm trying to figure out if something like totally out of left field happened
1: there was a revision and i know we kind of we really like these watches we have feelings about these watches but there's they made some changes to the aqua racer Tag Heuer, did you see that?
0: Really? Oh no, I I, I do like those watches.
1: I don't know. Oh. I don't I don't know how you feel about them.
0: I see here. Uh, what the fuck is happening with this image? Ugh. Um, sorry. Are you seeing the same image? Like it's like they're in like a pool of water, and there's like red and blue colors everywhere. <laughs> it's very strange. This is a stupid fucking image. The new generation of Tag Heuer Aquarist Professional 300. Uh, let's see. I can't with the Cyclops, dude. At six. Yeah, I was gonna ask you: Is that a Cyclops at six? I don't. That's a, a Cyclops. I normally don't mind Cyclops, but that—that's a very big pimple. <laughs> it's, it's just weird. A, it's a—it's a perfect sphere at six, and as I was scrolling through these watches and, and seeing them for the first time. They're really focusing on them for the first time. That's the first thing my eyes went to. No. Yeah. Oh, no. I take it back. It's a belly button. It's an Audi. It's an Audi. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, that's so sad. Maybe yeah. you can grind it
1: off. I got really excited to see them doing something with the Aqua Racer. And then I looked, looked more closely and thought, mm, this is kind of a little weird. Even worse, I think for the, uh, what do they say the tribute to the reference 844 which is actually um, you know part of that family of CWC looking divers those those military divers that yeah, you, know, you find old right Hoyers and stuff um, that version looks even weirder with these sword <laughs> hands and a, and a cyclops yeah. I just you know, I don't know
0: hold on I'm
1: crazy do the other Aquaracers have sword hands like this I don't remember, but I'm I'm to, I'm now totally validated in thinking the best Aqua Racer you can get is just one of the quartz ones, the old quartz ones. Yeah, <laughs> I think for new new they're like sixteen hundred. You can get them for way less used. Um, but hey, yeah. they still care about the Aqua Racer.
0: Well, yeah, I mean it's like a it's like a flagship model. It's interesting, so I'm looking at the hands for some of the older Racer models. Like, there's different styles. They've gone kind of gone, gone all over the place. But none of them have looked as sword-handy as these. Yeah, it's a little you weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know why. Are you getting, like, are you getting Seamaster vibes from the sword-hand like that? You know how some of those Seamaster 300s have sword-hands, Omegas? I mean, the old ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not excited about this. This doesn't make my penis tingle. Which is now my new benchmark for it's my dousing rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my family doesn't listen to this show. Um yeah, I don't like these. I I think it's cool that they're still caring about tags. That's or the 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 aqua racer, but man, I didn't see that Cyclops initially, but now I see it. Mm-hmm. It looks like a looks like a belly button. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's just get the older ones. Matchy matchy. Matchy matchy, dude. I'll do that. I'll match in Disney with you. We can walk our magic kingdom with matching wristwatches. <laughs> huh. Alright, let me add it to the list. On uh, show notes. Tag who we're
1: Oh, I do have to take a quick moment to apologize to the um, <clears throat> to the reverso crowd.
0: How crazy is that thing? Huh? I'll apologize yeah. too, right?
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry to the Reverso uh fans, but this this JLC what is it? Reverso quadriptique.
0: Is it's it's just full of things. <laughs> that thing is fucking
1: cool. It's just all the things are in there, dude. I would wear that even on blue
0: leather. <laughs> I would wear that on dog leather. Let me uh, let me find a picture of it now, dude. Wow, look at you!
1: I don't even know what any of I don't know how to tell the time on any of this.
0: <laughs> it does the, everything. Not even the front except, face. It does everything except tell you the time, Michael. That's the <laughs> that's the secret. Let me oh. let me see this thing. So let's try and describe to people. What is that? Wow! Like? What is what the dial seeing. with
1: the little sun? What does that tell me? Is that how long I have to live? <laughs>
0: <laughs> which one of which one of these is my death clock, man? <laughs> All right. Um, this thing is this thing is quite gorgeous. Um, yeah. I think so. Basically, what's happening is we have up to what three or four different time telling faces.
1: It's eleven complications.
0: 11 complications in one but they really excellently adapted what we called a gimmick the whole flippy the flippity flip on the Mm -hmm. fucking reverse of that that's that technical term those are Um, my
1: exact words yep
0: (laughs) (laughs) they, they, they were able to utilize that as like an incredible x factor like yeah it's just a whole world in here I could look at this thing all day Okay, what are all these complications? Let's try and do some proper, proper fucking journalism for people. What are all these complications? I have no clue. All right, <laughs> let's get uh, started. Uh, maybe it's on the JLC website. I'm Ron Burgundy. Well, there's right. a perpetual
1: calendar. That's one of them
0: that's that's certainly one of them (laughs) just a perpetual calendar just yeah that's that that's the that's the baseline (laughs) of what we're dealing with here all right it's loading i found the page on on uh the fucking website oh my god fucking javascript just load i don't care i don't care okay (sighs) the world's first watch with four sides it says 11 complications, 12 patents. And I not care about your fucking fake-ass patents. Um, set the universe, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my good Christ. Can a brother just get a fucking bullet point list? <laughs> Yader Culture website. Jesus. Fuck. I'm just going to Google it. I'm just going to, no, I'm just going to Google it. I'm going to send you this. I'm, I'm just going to send this to you now so it can crash your fucking computer so you can understand what I'm dealing with. The head and tail of the dragon.
1: What? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It does a lot of things.
0: Oh, I it does see a lot of I, things. I
1: see little chimes so that it's got some kind of
0: repeater. Is it a minute repeater? Is that my death clock? When those chime, do I die? Let's see.
1: Minute repeater,
0: flying turbion. Did you find it? Did you find the list? Okay.
1: Something about the moon's orbit. I don't okay, know I why found any it. human
0: would have to. I, f- I found it. I found it here. The first face is hour, minutes, and a tourbillon, which is your second encounter. The first face uh, also has a perpetual calendar, grand date, day, month, leap year, night and day indicator. Boom. That's face okay. number one. Phase number two is a jumping digital hour. Is it a deadbeat? What is it? What's a jumping digital hour? No,
1: I just think that when the hour turns, it's a quick like. It's just boom.
0: It just fires off. So So, yeah, phase two: jumping digital hour, minute, and minute repeater. Face number three: Northern Hemisphere moon phase, draconic lunar calendar, which indicates apparently the height of the moon. Uh, Okay, it's getting weirder and. Anomalistic lunar cycle, which might be some kind of menstrual calendar. Um, month year. The fourth the fourth face is the southern hemisphere moon phase. Wow. Limited to ten pieces. Well we better get in line, Michael. I mean it's everything that you need. <laughs> <That's> literally <laughs> the only thing you can't do is chew my fucking food for me at this point. This thing is great.
1: 1.35 million euros. Oof. Well, no.
0: Um, <laughs> do they take Affirm or PayPal credit? Can I PayPal credit this thing?
1: Maybe we can sell them a sponsored post. Maybe we can sell them.
0: Listen, just listen, listen, the <laughs> we we'll, we'll trade you one 300 by 300 sidebar banner for 45 minutes with the watch alright I mean side banner will stay there for a year right? I'd spend 45 minutes with it yeah I'd spend it. yeah I mean I only need two but I'll you know whatever right <laughs> <laughs> this thing is crazy dude yeah god let me write this down <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: should we yeah, we can probably get into the crazier stuff. Let's see. Oh. Somebody somebody pointed this out, a true um a very very real Cartier Tank enthusiast pointed out that there's a uh, there's a solar powered Cartier Tank now. What? Did you hear about this? No. I'm sending you the link to this. This looks pretty cool. This I did like. I thought this was cheeky.
0: Let me see. Alright, let's see here. What do we got? Uh solar beat tank. (laughs) What?
1: This is kinda cool, man. I'm not gonna I I do like this. These are actually really cool. Yeah, so it's it's called the Solar Beat Tank, the first ever solar powered Cartier watch. Um This is kinda this is kind of interesting because I can't off the top of my head think about a Swiss brand that does solar. I
0: mean, maybe like, I don't know, Victorinox or some shit. I mean, I feel like one of those Enoxes has got to be fucking solar or something. You know what I mean? But maybe, maybe some, maybe some swatches. Um, I don't know, what, man. What movement is in here though?
1: It's called the Cartier Quartz Solar Beat. That's just what they
0: call it. That's <laughs> just what they call it, but what is it? Like is it like a like a three dollar Miyota? Like like you know what I'm saying? Like where... It,
1: it says the photovoltaic charging system has an expected life of 16 years before acquiring service. Wow. So you have a small model. I think the s I think the size is twenty nine point five millimeters for the small one, nice, and thirty three millimeters for the large one.
0: I like these, man. I like the tanks. I like the Cartier tank. I like the Santos. I like a lot of Cartier um, offerings. This one in particular is just. I wouldn't mind, going and trying to play with this the next time I get the chance to see one in person. We have a we have a, a Cartier uh, boutique at the mall down here by me. I like this a lot. This is the
1: kind that you share with your wife, actually.
0: The, we, uh, could, we could totally do his and hers. Yeah. <laughs> we could do we could do his and hers for the price of one of those Hermes that I was looking at. That's true. <laughs> Man. These are cool. This is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Let me write this one down in the show notes as well. I'm trying to write the show notes as we do them. Save time. Do you want to talk about the um, Black Panther watch.
1: Let's talk about this.
0: Some people were very mad. Um, People seem pretty upset. I don't know anything about this. Neither do I. (laughs) I just don't know why. It just doesn't seem like a very AP thing to do, right? No. I think that's what kind of threw me for a loop. I mean not so much like the design and the way it look like 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 it literally looks like one of those Marvel Citizens you can buy for a couple hundred bucks, you know? Um that not talking about the look, I just don't understand why AP did it.
1: Um probably the Times.
0: The Times, yeah. And uh his recent death. Yeah, that was sad. Which
1: I I don't want to accuse the brand of, but it it is when it, when something like this is as out of left field as it is for AP, you start to think like that and you feel dirty about it. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. (laughs) Is it limited also? Let's
0: see. Let's find out. God, I got way too many motherfucking tabs open. Let's see. Let's Google. Where, 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 where'd you find a link to it? I can't find it on a blog to watch.
1: Uh, here it is. Let's
0: see. there um, oh, it is. Okay, I don't take you. Yeah, I just... I think some of the detailing in the Black Panther figure is interesting. Some of the um, proportions are kind of off. Like, what the fuck's going on with his thigh? Let me take a look. It looks like he has a like a like a like a rum ham in there or something like that. <laughs> the that's thigh t- that's with the knee with the knee that's pointing to nine o'clock. Do you see that? His legs are very spread. <laughs> well, I mean, he has to establish dominance. <laughs> he has to hang. He's literally hanging our logical dong. He is hanging. <laughs> there is a turbion, I think that's a turbion, between his legs. And he's in the hanging position. He's just he's just he's just letting everyone know, hey, this is my this is my on dick. You must all bow down. He's hanging dong. It's just I like the detailing in the hand, like the claw, like the claw and shit. Um mm-hmm. the proportions are a little bit off. Um I think the mesh detailing on the costume as a whole is cool. Again, this just doesn't seem like a really AP thing to happen. How much is this motherfucking watch? I do feel like I can buy this from Citizen. 100%. If someone likes this watch and they say, oh, that's a really cool Marvel watch, hey, put the credit card away, pal. Yeah. You just go and look at those Citizen Marvel watches, or if you do really want to spend, for some reason, a lot of fucking money on a Marvel watch, look at Memoragen. You remember those guys in Hong Kong? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Those things were awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, those were kind of cool. Yeah.
0: 150000 Swiss francs, and I oh, don't know. Well, that's that watch. That's uh, that watch. Oh, it's a concept. It's a Royal Oak concept.
1: Yeah, but they've you, they've done cool stuff with those in the past, like those GMTs that I like are Royal yeah, Oak concepts. Yeah, I was concepts. gonna say
0: you you told me once the Royal Oak concepts are kind of their place to be really weird, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so this this is starting to make a little more sense and they just took the opportunity to kind of try to be in the spirit of the moment and, and do this like Black Panther thing where he's straddling a tourbillon. <laughs> so that's cool. I guess. What is,
1: what is Black Panther's weapon? Like, is he just, just his like armor. Beat people up? Oh, his armor,
0: his armor and uh, like the strength that he has and everything like that. And like the claws.
1: Yeah, they could have done something cooler with a tourbillon, man. Like, if he was, like, lifting it or something. or oh, yeah, be I cool. don't know, man. But not,
0: not, not in the dong space. Or just, or just a tasteful pose. Not him in, like, a wrestling trader card pose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, something tasteful would have been nice. Uh, like, a proper tribute piece. Not, oh, yeah, I'm going to take down Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like, something... Oh, boy. Let's a see. little nicer, I think. Would have been interesting. Um,
1: Who else had a good year? I think... Um, you want to talk about Moser?
0: How fun are those? Right? Yep. I think they are very fun. I'm just writing down Black Panther... I'm saving you and I a lot of time. Oh, fuck. Motherfuck. I fucked it up. Okay, there it is. All right. Uh, they had a couple releases, Moser & Co., didn't they? Yeah, they had... Um,
1: <clears throat> I like how they call it the... Let's see. <laughs> if you really want to talk about a brand that does whatever the fuck
0: they want... <laughs> Moser & Co., I love them so much. They make, they, bring, they bring so much joy.
1: These are called the Pioneer Mega Cool, and the love <laughs> the, it, love it, and the Pioneer Turbion Mega Cool.
0: Uh, the great thing about Mosier and Co is they have nothing to prove, so they can literally just do whatever the fuck they want. No, I know. No. Let me see here, Mega Cool. <laughs> you see, oh, with, it's it's in teal. Oh, how much is this? Oh, I'm sorry, it is <laughs> <in> teal. <laughs> how much just, is this watch? <laughs> Oh, uh, there's got to be yeah. Okay. Okay. It's $15,000.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, the time only is 15k. 54 for the Turbion. I don't want um, the fucking
0: Turbion. I'll do the time only.
1: Yeah. Maybe I like and
0: find one used? <laughs>
1: Maybe. I like these because I think recently um Ever since they started doing, like, you remember that chronograph that you like? I think it's on. It's all. It's on a steel bracelet, or I think titanium.
0: Oh, the steamliner um, or the streamliner, whatever it was. That about.
1: one, yeah, yeah. Love Moser Moser has been taking these small steps to become sportier and sportier because, at least for most of my watch curious life, um, mm. you know, Moser has been oh, it's like really dressy watches and stuff. But now they're doing stuff like this where you can get it on on canvas, on rubber, uh, some, some models come on bracelet. It's, it's really cool. So, um, this is not something that I can just pick up, but <laughs> I think they're really cool. I, I think, I think you could pick this up. We can get matching ones. What is, um, I can't tell what's going on with this one and this might not be in, uh, I almost said S I H H. Hmm. Wait no, never mind.
0: All the same bullshit with these fucking shows. What do you got?
1: No, yeah, no. I think I think th- that was the S I H H one.
0: Yeah. Oh okay. This thing is pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, this. Oh shit! Is it limited edition? Motherfuck. Are they? I thought I saw that.
1: It's limited. The regular production Mega Cool comes in a limited edition. Oh no, I think I think the turbion is limited. I don't think the Time Only One is limited.
0: Can I read to you this excerpt from this Hodinky piece? So this is a uh, Hodinky, um, written mm-hmm. by Danny Milton. Tothinky slash article slash H Moser and Co. Mega Cool introducing. The link will be in our fucking show. So I'm reading this paragraph word for word. It actually explains the name. Really funny. In an interview in an interview with Hodinkee, H- Moser and Co CEO Eduard Mayland spoke about this model's inception and more specifically the origin of the Mega Cool name. Mega Cool was the code name for that project he continued, but when we first saw the prototype both with and without the logo, everyone was everyone said this is very mega cool, which is a very Swiss slash German way of saying something. Um, so we said okay, <laughs> let's just keep that as the name. All right. There you go. (laughs) God, I love it. This is a good one. This is a fine one. Uh, The uh, the I also particularly I think people Moser is particularly known for these like um these fume or fume dials, however you say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This like really beautiful, almost like smoky finish with the dial that you get on here. Really Really badass. That's a good one. That is a good one. What's this Nomo's release? Oh, it's a Doctors Without Borders thing they did. That's cool. Oh, my God. Did you see these, Oris?
1: Yeah, let's talk about those. These uh, these kind of pastel-colored ones.
0: Pastel rose gold. I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
1: Oh, wait, but they're...
0: Is it bronze? Uh, let's see. It says bronze, but yeah. it looks it looks red, like rose goldy to me. But I guess it's bronze. It might be the way they edited the photos. Or oh, maybe. Whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: So these things are pretty, but they're gonna they're gonna patina quite a bit,
0: right? Yeah. So imagine. So they're the they have very cotton color, cotton candy color dials. There's blue. There's like a green. There's a pink. So just imagine uh, uh, a delicious cloud of cotton candy. In like a murky, like puddle of rusty water. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that green one. Th- that green one is almost the color of the patina
0: that's going to appear on the watch eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Oris is doing these days. Mm-hmm. I literally think they're just dart boarding hex codes and putting out watches. <laughs> Cause that's honestly what it feels like sometimes.
1: The dials are really cool. I mean, if they took those dials and then eventually, maybe for a fall release, put those dials in stainless steel, that'd be kind of fun. it would be badass. You know, especially stain- that green stainless one? steel on rubber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be cool. I've, I'm i just. I think we're both not into bronze watches, so maybe this is just
0: kind of tough for us to comment on. But yeah, I like the dials. The dials are cool. Come on, Horace. Stop taking pot shots with us. Uh, What else we got here? Breitling duograph.
1: I love those things.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Let's (laughs) talk about this watch. Yeah. What? What? Dude. When are we getting ours? Are are ours already in the mail? (laughs) Did you bust open the TBWS coffers?
1: Wait, which one? Let me see.
0: I'm duo. just looking at all of them. Okay.
1: Yeah. The duo graph. Let's take a look.
0: Um, there's a hodinky piece. Sending you the oh, link.
1: You're not even you're not even I'm not looking even at
0: on the, the cr- side. Yeah. No, you're no, not just, even
1: looking at the craziest one. So these no. duographs are cool. Um yeah, I like the, the crazy colors. One. I'll I'll send you the the crazy one, my guy, is the Daytora. Um let me show you this bad boy.
0: <clears throat> okay, it's loading.
1: Fuck Michael. So these are um they came they came out with the new uh the duograph that you pointed out. I think another I can't
0: one can't believe these are bright links. Right? So <laughs> Oh man.
1: Yeah, they wow. they're super Patek looking. Yeah, um, they're not so they're not perpetual calendars like like something you'd get from Patek. Um, it's a complete calendar, that's fine, mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, but let's take a look: so 12,950 in stainless steel and 25,650 for the red gold. Um, I like this,
0: I love the dial on a stainless steel one, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's
1: that's what? where it's at it, it was and if you look at the if you look at the older model that they based this off of it's it's kind of there i mean this isn't this isn't Brightlink trying to encroach on patek territory or anything like that this is just no. a, a really interesting revival of something they did before
0: wow the only the only thing that's an issue is the size 42 millimeters 15 millimeters thick but i get it because there's a lot of shit in here
1: i think the um i think the patek
0: 5970 is 42 yeah let's see this might just be a little too big to wear but fuck dude this is gorgeous wow yeah what the fuck are you doing Brightly? How are people talking about this watch? I feel like I haven't heard anyone talk about this fucking watch.
1: Oh, no, never mind. The 5970 is 40. Um, Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, these things are kind of cool. Not very brightling, you know, if you think about
0: what their bread and butter is, but
1: beautiful. At least
0: not very modern brightling. So let's talk people through what we're seeing here. There's two dial types. Uh, there's one, so the rose gold one comes with this white dial. You know, it's pretty straightforward. But this stainless steel one, it comes in this like it's that really cool vintagey, almost like salmon dial. You know yeah, what I'm saying?
1: They call it salmon, but I've never seen a salmon that color. I'm
0: um, gonna so call it more of like a spicy mayo. You know, with the <laughs> sriracha when mayo mixed into it. You know what I'm that's saying? That's perfect. That's yeah. Perfect. I'll call it the Breitling Spicy Mayo. Fuck you guys. Pat that shit if I want to. Um, so there's a full calendar on here. There's day. There's month, there's a moon phase, there's date as well. Um, God, that's a that's a, that's that's a handsome looking watch. Yeah,
1: and that's that's why they can keep it at that price. It's not a uh, it's it's not an annual calendar. It's a complete calendar. But I mean, that's that's a very very nice option. If you were if you were looking for that kind of complicated classical you know, Patek feel you know, that you get with their chronographs. This this yeah. is something I, something do I think still, just is nice.
0: I do still really like these um these duographs. Yeah. I mean they're very, they're very much in a similar, like almost vintage esque vein. But a, 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 a little fresher.
1: The price I, I really wish the the duographs were a lot cheaper though. So the duograph in stainless yeah. is ten. For two k more, you can get that.
0: Yeah, two k more. You're you're on the datagraph, right? Uh, duograph. No wait. Data. Duog- this is the duo. Datora. Datora. Excuse me. <laughs> Listen, guys. Fucking the watch <laughs> Okay. It's the watch.
1: All right. I don't. I don't want somebody to
0: yell at us. My God, guys. <laughs> Nerd's man. I'm gonna. I, you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. I would do rose gold black dial with the duograph. Rose gold black dial? I would rock the fucking shit out of that dude. That's sexy. I would do that. I got no problems with that. What is Brightling doing? Brightling's having fun, man. Brightling's having fun. It's about goddamn time. Brightling's let down their hair. You know what I mean? Just, just doing cool stuff now, man. Yeah. What's the so hold on? Uh, the big difference between the duograph and the detour, hmm, uh, oh, detourograph. Hmm. And let's see, there's no moon phase on this one. Obviously, it, it's not a calendar. It's just this is just a chronograph.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The dual register chronograph. Cool. Wow. I would not mind playing with these. I can't believe I'm gonna say this these watches would give me a reason to actually walk into my fucking local Breitling boutique.
1: Okay. So for you, Watch it's these, I, these Breitlings. For me, it's the IWC.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to play around with these things, dude. I want to see how they feel on wrist because, again, these um, duographs, 42 millimeter, 15 millimeters thick. That's way too... I, on paper, that's way too big. But maybe it's not that bad. Like in person or whatever.
1: We gotta step into stores again
0: and try on watches. Well, as soon as I'm two weeks out from my second shot, even though I have PTSD from my first shot, <laughs> I yeah, I had a really bad reaction to my first my first vaccine shot. Uh, not looking forward to my second one, but um, let's see, how much time? I, okay, oh god, oh god, uh, should we do one more really quick? Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, let me pull up the thing again. Okay, let's see. Is talked about that. Talked about that. What's this? Uh, what's this fucking? They did another Black Bay fifty (sighs) eight. Is this in silver? There's a Black Bay 58 in
1: sterling silver, and there's a Black Bay 58 in 18-karat gold. This is fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> well, that was quick. <laughs> this is right? Why? Whatever, dude. Fuck your watch. God, what's wrong with the regular 58? The thing is awesome.
1: By the way, the one in 18-karat gold is $16,000.
0: Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, what's this? Uh, is, this uh, is this long anything interesting? I don't follow the brand. I, I mean, always. Just, you know. <laughs> long. <laughs> this uh, perpetual calendar? Let's see. I don't know. Let me send you a link. I mean, it's gorgeous, but I don't know what's different about it. The problem with so many of these brands is, like, as you guys probably saw with Rolex initially, they change one little thing, and that constitutes a whole new model but it might not be like that big of a change or a deal. I don't know if that's the case with this. Um...
1: I think for the Longa one, the Longa one is actually one of the um, the simpler watches that that Longa makes. And this one might be the first time they do a perpetual in in this
0: format. Oh, good. It's only
1: $104,000. Yeah, I could be wrong because I'm not a Longa collector. I do think this might be the first time that this model comes as a perpetual calendar.
0: I thought you were long. I thought you were long lingual. Are you not a lingua? <laughs> yeah, I
1: got four of them in in the bank. <laughs> you,
0: got, you got it. Uh, next to your Rembrandts. Um, that's crazy. Well, here, let's do this. There's a whole bunch of other fucking watches that came out, but here, listen, everyone. The headline is really there was like. Handful of things that were actually cool. Hermes H08, fucking awesome. This IWC Big Pilot in 43, fucking awesome. Cartier Tank Solar Beat coming out of nowhere to be pretty fucking badass. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else was cool? This JLC Reverso Hybris Mechana or Mechanica, which is just
1: we'll I think. we'll email them. We'll we'll, we'll leave. Yeah, we'll leave yeah, we'll the we'll, ad.
0: We'll get one if we'll leave the the ad. Ah, I mean, ah, that's great you know what's funny i feel like with that watch that's an sihh watch because yeah. that's what you're supposed to do yeah. at sihh right you're supposed to exactly. hang fucking dog yeah and seem like no one else got that memo except jlc <laughs> <laughs> that's true. oh man that's so good but yeah go and check out the uh show notes um 2 they're going to be up on there all the links everything we talked about will be, will be there in addition to the links for the actual blog to watch and Hodiki landing pages that we used because they're kind of hard to find now so it's just easier Yeah. Um, for you guys to just go through and find them on um, on our site but yeah there's no way we got to everything but um, what's your what's your show favorite if you had to do a show favorite I mean I already know but just for just for the sake of the episode so I have a proper segue to the end what's your show favorite Um,
1: I think for me, I think for me, it is that that um that big pilot forty three for sure, just mm-hmm. because just because I, I love the brand so much and I even even if I find that I don't like that watch as much as I think I will, i am I am glad to see them take steps to offer a little more diversity to the large pilot line. <laughs> Even if yeah, I'm not calling point, it a big
0: pilot. Yeah. At what point is the big pilot no longer a big pilot? Yeah. How many roads does a man have to walk down <laughs> before you can call him a big pilot? Like, can a big pilot be in 40 millimeters?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm telling you, 43 is probably a lot bigger than most people think. So, yeah, if if you're if 46 is too big for you, don't jump on this too quickly because 43 might also be too big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, too funny. For me, it's the Hermes. I mean, that's not a surprise. Yeah. I, that that's the only watch that stuck with me. Hmm. You know, um through all of the noise of uh Watches and Wonders 2021. But here, let's do this. Um check out the show notes for everything we talked about, two You'll see it up there and all that shit. Um Otherwise, it's been uh, it's been a pretty fun episode. Let us know your thoughts on the show this year. obviously if there's any watches we missed that you uh, have any thoughts on let us know your thoughts. Hey actually if you love the uh, the Cyclops and the aqua racer we also really want to hear from you um mm-hmm. and really mainly about your childhood just so we can like understand you know um I really don't that's a weird, it's a weird so I we don't I don't normally get emotional about Cyopps but that's a weird one. A little strange, yeah. It's like my kid came home with a fucking belly button ring. Like, oh, well, fuck. (laughs) You were fine before. Where did I go wrong? (laughs) Where did I go wrong? Why does my son or daughter have a fucking belly button ring? Ugh. You know? That's fun. Hell, yeah, man. But here, let's do this. Check out the show notes, everything we talked about. Everyone send me good vibes so I can maybe somehow find like a bag full of money or whatever and I can I can buy that Hermes H08 uh, Are they sold out? I'm sure they're sold out. Everything's sells out. Everything I love is never around anymore. So it's just I should I should just be fine. I don't know,
1: man. I think I you think know. you can pull it off.
0: <laughs> as soon as I find Action Comics number 1 hidden between the drywall of my home, <laughs> I'm getting that watch and a lot, a lot of other stuff. Sweet. Uh, but but first, that watch. But here, Michael, let's do this, man. Is it, uh, is it that time? Is it that sad time?
1: That sad time, let us know what you liked at the show, um, what your favorite
0: watches, and
1: yeah, I think that's it.
0: All right. You want to close us out and I'll do the thing? Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later.